With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the latest edition of the Baseball Nerdcast, the 803 Baseball Nerdcast. Mm -hmm. I am Rob Sanders. The man going uh uh-uh over Mm -hmm. there is my partner in crime. He is... If we were on Game of Thrones, he would be in my family. We would be... Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't be competing with each other. Are okay. you kidding me? Well, I, I would hope not. We're not going to compete with each other. We, we would be like... I think we'd be like part of the House of Targaryen. Okay. Well, you know what? This is... This is... This is like wah, 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 wah. And I know that well, there's a lot of Game of Thrones fans out there, especially getting excited because it's a new season and all. Right. But I, I, I can't get into TV shows and... And especially well, with set, that TV show. Set, okay, and a lot of people don't like it because of the whole dragon thing. Uh, you want to know why I watch it? Why? It, it's it's like... Nudity? A, no. Is it for the nudity? It's a four-letter word. Okay. W-I-F-E. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's that's why I watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but the, okay. the, the wife is so overboard with it. Right. I mean, like... No, overboard. no, I get that there's uh, some sheep that love the show, I, and, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but, you know, I try <laughs> to get minute. into- Yes, you do. If yeah. The sheep that enjoy the show, yes. That Dragons, is a very, nerds, that is a and all that other fun stuff. a derogatory way. Now, I have, to, I have to be honest with you, though. Just saying that it's about dragons is not is not what it's right. about. Well, no, here's here's the thing. Um, I try to get into Game of Thrones, and I would watch it, and the first time that I turned it on- uh, it was a woman who was walking down a lane, getting she was naked. She was getting spit <laughs> and c- called shame, bad names. Shame, shame you shame. whore! Oh my god! And I'm like, what is up with this? I mean, she's kind of hot, you know. And I'm like, okay, uh, but yeah. this this is weird. And then another time that I turned on Game of Thrones, I'm like, okay, let's let's see what this show is about now. <laughs> um, it wasn't. It was during an incest scene. I'm like, yeah. whoa, That's whoa, whoa. And then the another time that I turned on Game of Thrones, uh, this I guess he was a king. Right. And he was sitting down. He's like, where's my son? Where's my son? And, and you know, and he gets served food. And, and she's like, and the person who was there serving him was like, he's right here. Where's my son? Where's my, and it's like, you're eating him. And it's like, holy crap. And then she, he gets his throat slit. And I'm like, I'm not getting into this show at all. Maybe I should start at Game, you know, Game of Thrones season one, episode one, and I think start if you from watched, there. If you watched season one, episode one, I think you might be okay. I, I tell you what, I challenge you to watch season one, episode one. Okay, just the first episode. Okay, okay. I don't think there's anything in there that will really drive you out of your mind. But there's a lot of yeah, great... because because you you can't say. You can't hook with anybody was like, oh, there's going to be a couple of incest scenes in this series. You're going to love it. You know, eh. Well, you have to bear with me, folks. First of all, I'm battling a, a nasty cold. Yeah, really, dude. But I, I am going to uh, nut up and do the show today. Pull through, buddy. Pull through. Right, but I'm praying for you. Thoughts and prayers to you, Rob Sanders. <laughs> that's the most, that and your cold. the most horrible thing to say to somebody ever. Yeah. 
But people say it. But that's another time for another show and probably another podcast. Well, and and I'll tell you what, just to kind of put our wrap on stuff here, normally we talk about baseball. That's what we're going to get into in a moment. But But Game of Thrones, it's it's a cultural... It is a cultural thing. thing. And I have to admit this. You say you don't get into TV. You are looking at someone who has never watched Friends. Yeah. Never watched ER. I never watched Chicago Hope. I never watched... um, I've never seen an episode of MASH. I've never seen an episode of... You need to get out there, buddy. <laughs> what else? Netflix oh. and chill, buddy. No, Hulu. no. Um, what, what's the other show? Uh, Walking Dead? I, I, yeah, I, would rather, I, I don't get into I that I would either. rather die than watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad? Haven't no. seen an episode of it. No. Not one time ever. And I'm not even interested in trying meth either. And so for, forget about uh, you know Breaking Bad. I'm the fattest meth head you know. Oh, very nice. Yeah. But... I, we talked about a little bit about the Game of Thrones thing because it's funny because uh, we were talking before we came on the show today that the world is going to be watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be absolutely insane. Sunday night. Sunday night. But the, what are you going to be watching? The Sunday night thing I'm going to be watching on my phone while my wife is thinking that I'm watching the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Braves Mets. There you go. That's what I'll be watching, folks. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. She doesn't care. <laughs> which is a great thing. She doesn't care about that. Uh, you know, she sees just our logo, which is a, a baseball nerd looking logo. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not listening to that. Yeah. That's not, not happening. Now, the daughter might. If the daughter listens, she's going to be like, Dad's not really watching Game of Thrones, Mom. He's watching the Braves game. Yeah. Well, or, or it's kind of like uh, the Hallmark Channel and uh, me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend and I. Is she she's into like, the Hallmark oh, Channel? Oh, God, yes. Can't watch the Hallmark Channel no, either. No, it's, it, it's not good. No Can't bueno. do it. Can't do it. Thank goodness for my phone so mm-hmm. I can watch the Braves and Mets. But we are going to talk some baseball today. I know we had several things we're going to get into. Oh, totally. Uh, later on, we're going to talk a little bit about Whit Merrifield. Yeah. Now, his streak just ended and who he beat in that streak. That's going to be interesting. Also, a little bit later on, some talk about the South Carolina baseball team and how I think they are done this season. I'll tell you why. Cool. It'll uh, be later easy to on. get tickets. It'll be easy to get Pardon tickets. For me, yeah. actually, to go again to a game, and I need to go to Founders Park, so I get it. Founders that. Park, you need to go there. I need to take you up to a, a game at uh, Doug Kingsmore too. Where's that at? That would be Clemson. Oh, very nice. Or you could go down to uh, Coastal Carolina Stadium. You know, they have a national title there as well. Oh, nice. Like two years ago, they won a national. Title. I remember that. You don't remember that? I do remember you know, that. Coastal Carolina baseball. won. The yeah. Pirates, right? No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> It, Abort. East Carolina Abort. is the Pirates. Coastal okay. Carolina is the Chanticleers. Oh, God. Do you know what a Chanticleer is? No. It's a bird. Oh, very nice. I'm just educating the fire Good. out of you today I here love on this. the 803 Nerdcast. Am I the only baseball nerd here when it comes to, like, the college end of it? I think so. Probably so, buddy. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about that. But we have and, other and stuff, your love too. for aluminum bats. It's not my love for aluminum bats. It's my love for the college game uh, yeah. and the, how those guys There's are playing wrong it. Because hey, they got to start somewhere. Start somewhere. There's great players T-ball, in college. T-ball, Little League, Pee Wee. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Slow down. Slow down. Some oh. of the greatest baseball players ever played in college. No, no. I, I get that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, in addition to what I've already said we're going to talk about, what do you bring into the table today? You know what? I think that uh, at what mark... Do we take Seattle seriously? You know, we, why don't we start with that? Seattle's yeah. what, thirteen and two. Thirteen and two. Um, Houston is going to Seattle for a weekend series. So right. when does this come down to earth? And 
you know, hey, look, Seattle pretty much got rid of the majority of their good players. And they were like, hey, look, we're going to tank and we're going to, you know, move forward. And I think that they're even surprised at beginning the season 13-2. and two. Well, let me, give you, let me give you my synopsis on Seattle real quick here. Seattle is like Cleveland was in Major League. Okay. They are essentially the same thing. They're getting sold? No. By a bad they, owner? No. And they moved? Are, no. They are a team that had a bunch of players on it that nobody really cared about. Mm-hmm. And nobody really expected anything of them. Seattle was picked to finish last in their division by ESPN, by mm-hmm. SI.com. Baseball America. I, I think you and I didn't think highly of right them either. Right here on the podcast, we thought they were going to be an absolute gong show, and that's what they were. And that's they're, right exactly now they're 13-2. They and, and right now they're 13-2. It's with still the, two weeks in the season. But they have the best run differential in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible what Seattle has done. Now, when did we start taking them seriously? I, You know, the, the season... If they sweep Houston this weekend, which no. is not going to happen, I'm like... Huh. No, I mean, that'll make you go, huh? Interesting. My thing is, is that I like to look at the games in sets of, I go, I go old school with my stuff, man. Remember back, like, in the day, like, with, um, I, I don't know, like, you're, you're like, have spun a lot of music in your time. What's, mm-hmm. like, the best West Coast rap song? You know, like, 40 Love or whatever. What is the best West Coast rap song? No, I, I still love, uh, even though it's uh, Tupac, uh, yeah. California Love. Yeah, well, here's my thing with that. If you look at it from this perspective, because Tupac is East Coast, that is that is well, yeah, for the most part. No, Tupac's from the West Coast, brother. No, uh, never mind. You you don't Abort. know. You really don't know any Hold of your here. stuff. No, yeah, you know what? Tupac is West Coast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can can we delete this part? Of no, this portion we're not going to. No, you're supposed to be the guy that knows like all the music stuff. I don't know this music you're right. stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm Tupac's a, a West Coast yes. guy, and then Biggie was yeah East Coast. So it, Biggie was the East Coast guy. I've I've had lots of alcohol since so lots of alcohol since when? Since uh, 1994. <laughs> there you go. Well, either way, take your best song there, and I like to put it break it up into bouts of forty. Mm-hmm. Okay, forty games, forty games, forty games. The season is four sets of forty. Mm-hmm. All right, Seattle is thirteen and two. They got twenty five games left in their forty. Okay. Now, if they go twelve and twelve, excuse me, twelve and thirteen the rest of the way, then they will be what twenty five and fourteen in this in their first forty, or twenty five and sixteen, something like that. That that's still impressive. Uh, okay, that's still very impressive. That's nine games over five hundred through their first forty. If they're able to maintain that streak. They're going to finish the season 36 games over 500. Are you following along, sir? Yes. Okay. So that's how I look at a season. For me to take Seattle seriously, at the 40-game mark, you need to be at least six games over 500. Right now, they're 11 games over 500. But to go six games over 500, if you're six games over 500, you're going to be 24 games over 500 by the end of the season, which will undoubtedly put you at 105 wins and definitely in the playoffs. That's how I look at Major League seasons. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So for Seattle to make sense to me, they need to be six games over 500 after their first 40. Right now they're 11. We'll see if they can hold it down. And it has nothing to do with everybody else in the division either. No. They can, they don't have to, you don't have to be a great team um, and beat. You can be a great team without beating great teams. What I mean by that is, 
The Atlanta Braves are currently seven and five. Beat yeah, beat the teams that you should beat. Right, but the Braves' record against teams with a winning record is zero and four. Mm. So now, do I think the Braves are a great team? No, I don't really think they're that great yet. But the reality is, is that you play 162 games, you're going to get the Orioles, you're going to get the Royals, you're going to get a set of teams that are not very good that you should win some games against. So you can have games against teams that are under 500 and really bolster up your record, which is the same thing that could happen to the Seattle Mariners. They're not going to play Houston every week is basically what it boils down to. Now, but the other thing we got to think about too here, though, is that we mentioned how great Seattle is, but how crappy right now are the defending world champion Boston Red Sox? They are last in the league in the in the NL East. Well, you know what? Uh, men will call uh, some females like a slump buster. Yeah. Like I was going through a dry spell, but there comes along this person, and you know what? Women probably do the same thing. Um. They've got the Orioles in town this weekend. That's the that's the this definition is, of a slump buster. This is the opportunity for them to get on track. Well, but they could also maybe get past the Orioles in the division. Just saying, because right now they're behind the Orioles. Mm-hmm. At the time of this recording, by the way. Right. So, I, I'm, I'm more I'm more concerned though. I think the Red Sox will snap out of it, but the Yankees, on the other hand, with all the injuries they've gotten. Still early are, in the season. I understand that it's early in the season, some, but they're some, losing. Some guys a ton. come back and then they 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 surge. I mean, you're still buying the Yankees right now. Oh, I'm still buying that they're a good team. Yes, I'm not. Okay, I, I think they're. I'm not. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying. Right. I like I like Luis Severino, and I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. He was the ace of their staff, in my opinion. He's gone. They're they're trying to depend on a guy and. Um, who is the big chunky guy? I lose track of his name. To play for the Brewers. Oh, playing um, his last season, you yeah. don't even remember who he is. But he's the big, huge guy, and mm-hmm. I know it sounds like I'm a dope. But yeah, um, well, you know what? I can't really get uh, Tupac and uh, you know Biggie Smalls and yeah. East Coast West Coast correct. So can't there you go. But no, I mean it's it's sad because that they're they're depending on him to actually carry their staff, and it's not working out for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he if you're going to depend on him, who's who's playing in his last season? to anchor your staff, I don't think that's going to work for you. So I think the Yankees are – I'm not saying they're done, but they got some work to do. Yeah, C.C. Sabathia. All C. you C. need C. to Sabathia. do is Google fat guy pitcher on Yankees. C.C. Sabathia's name <laughs> goes right there. That's funny. Yeah, but C.C. Sabathia, Thanks, they're, they're trying to uh, parade him around as their ace right now because everybody else is injured or ineffective. Not working out so well for them. Yeah, the I think the uh, I think the bats for the Yankees will um, help them out. You think the bats are going to save them? They're going to win a lot. No, of I'm 12? not. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're going to. Are be you saved. saying they're going to win like a bunch of twelve eight games? Uh, pro- probably. I can't stand. I can't stand gorilla ball. Now you're mm-hmm. making, now you're trying to hurt my feelings. Okay. What was the other thing you wanted to get into before we got into okay? The so uh, we've got. Uh, is it too early for these extensions? You know, you've got a pending strike coming up. You've got teams and players uh, coming to agreement on these extensions. I mean, right. I, I don't, I don't remember there being a time where, you, you know, uh, the off season was the off season. There, there was not a lot of movement until the end, and um, I think you have a lot of people who would have held out for more money uh, back in the day, like maybe one or two years ago. Right now, they're now they're saying like, you know what, this well, is where this is where I want to be. 
You know, not not to bring it back to the Atlanta Braves, but the Braves had the two that I caught that I were like, wow. The first one being Ronald Acuna, seven years, one hundred and five million dollars. The second one was interesting is Ozzie Albies, mm-hmm. who is has less experience than Acuna. But the Braves locked him up five years, thirty five million dollars. If that is that is the epitome of a of a, a um I a think team that's... friendly deal. Right. Yes. And I think there first of all, if you're a guy that it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's like those guys. You hate those guys right now mm-hmm. because you can't go in with a bargaining chip of, well, Acuna got this. They're going to be like, no, Acuna got that, and that's not what you want. Right. So, But the Albies deal, I think, hurts the players a little bit on the end of, you got this guy locked up for, he's he's 19, I think, Albies is, and until he's 24, he's going to be an Atlanta Brave, basically the prime of his career. And they've got him locked up for basically a little bit of nothing. because. But here's the thing with the Braves, though. They are gambling heavily on these two guys. They've got Freddie Freeman locked up the next three years. They've got Albies and Acuna locked up for the next uh, five and seven years. So that's the core of the entire team. They've also got Tehran, I think, for another two years, I think. But the reality is, is that that's your core of your payroll for the Atlanta Braves. And the only one that's really, really put up numbers consistently over a long period of time is Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we can agree on that. Oh, yeah. He's a uh, he's an he's absolute a stud. But they are paying for the potential of what Acuna can be, the potential of what an Albies can be. They're basically, if they were playing blackjack, they were basically saying, all right, I'm going to stay put on this possible 18 and thinking that that's going to win for me. And that's kind of the best way to look at it because it's a strong hand. It could be better. If the dealer busts, it could be better. But the reality is, is that they are putting too much on these guys. And if these guys get injured, ugh, that's something you got to deal with anyway. Yep. But you also it also sends like a shock across your minor league system because, like, you know for a fact that with Albies, I mean, everybody that plays in the Braves minor league system is like, well, that guy's there for five years. Nobody's going to try to go for that spot. Same mm-hmm. way with the outfield. So you have to think, all right, we can use some of these guys as trade bait for uh, maybe a bullpen piece or whatever later on. But, I mean, it sends, when you have a contract like that, uh, and even with, like, Freddie Freeman, all the first basemen in the Braves system, they're like, Right. I'm not going to oh, play Oh, it's kind of like, say, uh, you know, the past couple of seasons being a catcher in the Cardinals organization. Right, it's like, same well, thing. Uh, there's no way that Yachty's moving out. Well, it was the same way with when Albert Poulos was there. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. So, but I, I don't know if I like it or not. I mean, I like it on the end for, for the Braves because it's like a short-term investment because it'll help you out on the long term, I guess is the best way to put it, but... I don't really know if I'm completely on board with it yet because they could end up with two guys that could have slumps 
and it could really throw off the trajectory of the whole organization. We'll see what happens. Well, man. what do you think? Do you think that it's viable or not? No, I I think it's way too early. You know, That's I think I when uh, you know, say like the Cardinals. They they signed uh, Matt Carpenter to an extension, and that's that's when you do that, you know. Yeah. When 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 he's got like a you know a season left on his deal, and he's always been there for you, and it's like, hey, let let's make this happen. Well, moving on, uh, I think the next thing we have is the streak stuff, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So. Whit Merrifield for the Kansas City Royals. And this is kind of sad because not a lot of people know who Whit Merrifield is. I mean, uh, out of South Carolina. because well, He was the hits leader in the American League last year. If you Google Merrifield hitting streak, um, you know, and I tried to Google it, I'm like, oh, let's, let's see what kind of action is out there. Uh, the Merrifield post, uh, like a concert venue in Columbia, Maryland showed up. And it's like, really? And then, of course, right. the Joe DiMaggio. I mean, that's, you know, no one's going to hit, you know, beat that, the 56-game hitting streak that he had. But uh, he set a new KC uh, record, 31 games. And, and he beat out George Brett. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive in its own right. Oh, definitely. And, but uh, you know what that record says to me, though, of, with him at 31? And the 56 is, is DiMaggio's streak, right? Mm-hmm. How... How insane that streak is. And then plus, I mean, no one likes to talk about Mary, Mary uh, Field as much because he plays for Kansas City. Who is an awful baseball team. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing, too, that I, I think uh, Gamecock fans would enjoy is that right. he's a former Gamecock, and he's doing very well. Well, the Gamecocks have had, and uh, the Gamecocks have got some guys in the major leagues that are playing very well. Justin Smoke is a former Gamecock. Mm-hmm. He's up there bashing balls for Toronto. The crazy thing about that is that nobody sees it because he's in Toronto. Right. So, But you've also got Jackie Bradley Jr., who is, in my opinion, the best defensive outfielder in baseball. He's damn good. I don't care if he hits 210. Please, Atlanta Braves, go and get him because they're not going to be able to afford him after this year because they're paying for David Price and he wants to play Fortnite, and he screwed up the circulation in his hands come October. That's an absolute fact. Right. Look it up. They're paying him oodles and oodles of money, and Boston's going to have to let him go. Go and get Jackie Bradley Jr. Marcakis is an old man. You could have the best, two of the best outfield arms in the majors. That'd be Acuna, pretty sweet. With Acuna and Jackie Bradley Jr. And if, Brad, if Bradley hits 240, I mean... He's an all-star, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the best defensive outfielder in baseball. So, but there are Gamecocks that are out there. There are some Clemson players that are out there. Right. Uh, Steven Duggar is playing for San Francisco, which you don't get to see very many games with him. There yeah, are guys that are in the are minors so that, uh, that are going to be moving around a little bit. Seth Beers had a good start with the Woodpeckers up in Fayetteville. I love I the Woodpeckers. Mo- of course you do. Um, they're gonna have. They'll be moving him around a little bit. Uh, Higginbotham is playing for the former Clemson player. Is playing for the Rome Braves. Mm-hmm. He's playing pretty well for them. So I mean, you got plenty of good college players. And I brought up a college player. <laughs> you didn't know about the college. He's not. You didn't bring up a college player. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I, I said with Merrifield, you used to play for the South Carolina Gamecocks. That doesn't make him a college player now. No, but but. I, I am know, talking I, about his history. You know absolutely nothing about Google is a wonderful thing, man. 
Oh man! I, I came in researched and ready, right, with the well, exception I, I of the. Uh, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about rap music today, I, so I, I that kind of caught me off why guard. Don't, why don't we play? Why don't we play a game right now? Oh no no no! We're not playing. No a game no no right no! Now. This is a game right now. Okay. Hey, I'm we were going to talk about streaks. We'll talk about. We'll finish talking about the streaks. We're okay, here we go. About Maryfield, but we have one more streak to get into. But I'm going to give you three player names, and you're going to tell me which ones in college. Okay, sure. Can you do that? Uh, no, but let's go. All right. This will be comedy. <laughs> comedy, everybody, at 23 minutes into the podcast. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a chance. We'll do it next week. Okay, great. And I'll give you that. Be, it'll be the homework. The homework for you. You need to man, figure out I, some college players. Man, I'll be going through annals and almanacs. And, no, no, no uh, I'll make it easy know. for you. Okay, cool. I will give you. Albert Pujols, uh, no, pro player. No, I will give you. Either a player, for, it'll be an NL, it'll be an NL East player, mm-hmm. or it'll be, uh, and then the college players will be either from Clemson or South Carolina. Okay, great. So there you go. So you don't have to look hard. Okay, great. Thank you. <clears throat> anyway, uh, back to the uh, back to the streaks. Back to the streaks because the streak you have was, Whit Merrifield, who's doing awesome. very well, thirty-one games, and then you have Chris Davis. Yeah, Chris Davis is not doing well. Okay, he's uh, year three. Yep. Seven-year, $161 million contract. He got it because he won the home run title. Yep, yep. So now you have uh, – it, it, it's interesting because this is kind of sad for the O's and probably sad for Chris Davis because you, you don't want to see someone fail. Right. Or, unless they play for a team that you, that you really hate. Right. Um, but the Washington Times said, uh, you know, you know, some fans are sympathetic – there's some fans who are, you know, the 6,000, 7,000 people going to O's at? games. It's like 0 for 44, something like that. 0 for 46, 0 for 47. 0 for 47, and he's terrible. Okay, so my question is if the um, if the O's fans are kind of somewhat sympathetic to Chris Davis, who would the fan base, say like the Braves, who would they be, okay, you're going through a streak that you're not hitting – but that's okay. We're sympathetic. We're cheering for you. Go blank. Well, here, here's my thing with when you're talking about stuff like that. Dan Ugla, like one of his seasons with the Braves, he barely hit above 200, but he had like a 25-game hitting streak. Mm-hmm. And everybody was still cheering for him. And I'm like, he sucks. We paid too much for him. He's right. terrible. Don't cheer this idiot. You want him to leave. Right. He's killing our franchise. Or or, or then you would like, Yay! Ugla got another hit. The streaks at like twenty five. Right. He's horrible. Yeah. Nobody wants to I mean, you have people that are still like cheering for this guy, and I'm the only realist there thinking we're pay, we're paying for a power hitting second baseman who hit two sixty with the Marlins and hit thirty homers, and this idiot is hitting like literally one ninety eight with seven homers and I don't know, 30 RBI. And it would have been also probably uh, decent if he would have been a good second baseman. Oh, he was a horrible second baseman. I mean, he was terrible. So, for me, if you're asking about me, who I would vote, who I would pull for, uh, it's definitely not Dan Ugla. Right. Um, If it's somebody that's in a slump, I I mean, I think it depends on the player. I think that Braves fans were still pulling for Jeff Francoeur Mm -hmm. because everybody loved Jeff Francoeur. Right. Everybody loved Frenchie. But... After that, I'm like, if you're 0 for 47, I, I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm pissed at the manager because he keeps putting you up there. Right. Oh, there's only one way to uh, 
Get rid of that slump. Yeah. Keep, keep playing. No, it's trade him and get him the hell out of here. Okay, then then what are you going to get for Chris Davis? Who cares? Right. Who cares? No one wants him. Huh? Well, you wonder why the Orioles suck. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you see the homer that uh, Ronald Acuna hit last night? Today is Friday. This is the homer last night. He hit it 450-something feet into, uh. like, into, like, the concourse at SunTrust Park. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Uh, upcoming uh, series to watch, you know, you've got the weekend. Uh, Red Sox hosting Orioles. Is the Red Sox going to— Will the to... Orioles be the slump buster? Yeah. That's, will the Orioles be the slump buster? And also, will Chris Davis actually get a hit? That's something to watch. I mean— Here, Here's my prediction on that. Orioles take two of three. Davis goes over four in the series. Hmm. Next. Okay. Uh, you've got the uh, Indians and the Royals with, uh, with Merrifield and his hitting streak. That'll well, be... it's, it's over. Yeah. You know, his hitting streak is over. Right. But still, so will, will he, he get back? Another one? Oh, he's going to get back. Yeah. He's, gonna, he's one of the best. I mean, he's almost like, he's, he reminds me of Ichiro. Mm-hmm. The way that, all right, I'm going to hit the ball over here and over there and everywhere else, and I'm just going to tally up hits. By the way, Whit Merrifield, if he's not an all-star, which I know every club has to have an all-star, that's one of the major He could be major. the token one. Well, he, he, it's far from being the token one. He should be an all-star. Mm-hmm. You know the story behind Whit Merrifield, by the way, in South, South Carolina? No. Whit Merrifield wanted to go to Clemson. Oh. Did you know that? I did not know okay. that. So Whit Merrifield wanted to go to Clemson, and, and Whit Merrifield at South Carolina, he could play pretty much every position but pitch, and that is not a joke. Right. Okay? So – he went up there to Clemson, and Jack Leggett, from what my friends tell me and people that followed baseball hardcore then, told him he wasn't good enough to come to Clemson. He goes to South Carolina and wins national titles because he wanted to be a Clemson Tiger. It kind of, it's kind of interesting because when you look at stuff like that, and it's like how close, if, if, if Jack Leggett would have signed him, there would not be two national championship banners hanging at uh, Founders Park. So, anyway. But he should be an all-star when uh, the all-star voting stuff comes out. If you're going to vote, go ahead and you need to vote for Whit Merrifield. Oh, totally. As a fan. Uh, next week, you've got the cards at the Brewers. Uh, that'll be interesting because, uh, I mean, for me, because I'm a Cardinals honk. And But Paul, so uh, the Brewers took three out of four, uh, you know, in the opening home series. Um, you know, you're thinking that uh, Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs are going to be right there in that central division. So it'll be very interesting to see if the Cardinals can do that. And then forget about other games next Tuesday. Okay. Wow. Forget all about the other games because it'll be the Red Sox at the Yankees. And of course, we all know that the whole baseball universe uh, surrounds itself I will not with be the that. Red Sox and at Yankees. By the way, I'm just being facetious. But I will uh, watch that. cards, go cards against the Brewers. All right, so next week we're going to have everybody's favorite game. Can JR tell the difference between a college player mm-hmm. and a major league player? We'll play that game next week. Will we have interesting game show uh, music of underneath it? Of course we're going to have interesting game show okay, music. Cool. It's going to be awesome. We'll have that for us next week. We'll also have, I don't know, whatever else uh, – chips into our way here uh jr has promised to watch season one episode one of game of thrones we'll see if he gets hooked on it or if Mm. he's like yeah probably not so much or we'll see if jr is an absolute cotton picking liar and didn't watch it at all 
One way, we're going to have one of the three. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, put it on my reminders list. But you, you, have, you have seven days to do it. <laughs> yeah, and, and somehow I can see myself in the office, in my office on Friday morning, at watching, yeah, watching, watching of some of uh, Game of Thrones uh, season one. By the way, uh, historic significance, Cardinals and the Dodgers. Uh, since 1892, these teams have been facing each other. Right. Cardinals have 1,030 wins. Dodgers have 1,029 wins. Mm. That's kind of close there. That is kind of close. Mm. All right. Braves will continue their series with the Mets this weekend. You don't have to watch Game of Thrones on Sunday. You can watch Braves-Mets. That is the Sunday night game. And then, you know what? You have on-demand, too. So check that stuff out on-demand. Don't don't go to social media because you're you're going to find what happened in, you know, in the episode one of the last season. It is the last season, right? Don't talk about things you don't know anything about. I, I'm, I'm joking. My goodness. Oh, so, yeah. With that, this show's a wrap. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.